0: Welcome back to the Yurong Show, where we help entrepreneurs live their best lives. I am your host, Justin Yurong, and I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm gonna walk you through the process of wholesaling real estate step-by-step, because I know it can be a little bit confusing at the beginning, and I wanna start off by explaining what wholesaling real estate is in the first place, because I know the concept might be a little bit hard to grasp. And here's the basic idea. It's like flipping a house without actually buying the house. You're flipping the contract, to buy the house. And I know that's confusing, so here's what I mean by it. I would go to a homeowner, offer on the home, get that offer accepted. So I'd write up an offer, the contract, the seller would sign the contract, we'd get the contract, the signed contract, and I, instead of me actually being the one to purchase the home, close on the home, bring the money, I would find another investor and say, hey, I have this under contract for this amount, 100000 whatever it is, and I'd say, hey, do you want to buy this house for more? I'd like to assign the deal for you, meaning they could take over that contract and be the one to buy the house for more. So I let's say I did lock it up for $100,000 to purchase that home, and my friend wanted to buy the house for 120000 He could take over that contract to buy the house, and that $20,000 difference, that's my fee, the assignment fee, the fee that the wholesaler makes. So that's what it is in a nutshell. And- Here's the first step. First step is simply to find a motivated seller. So there's a lot of homeowners out there. There's not as many motivated sellers. There's a fraction of motivated sellers compared to how many homeowners there are out there. And the hard part, this is probably the hardest part, is actually to find the homeowner that wants to sell their house. It takes a lot of calls or text or reach outs or something to find people to say, yeah, I want to sell my house. And there's a lot of different ways you can actually do this. You can find, well, there's two main ways to actually find a motivated seller. You can go off market, meaning go directly to the sellers, contact them and see if they want to sell. Or you can go on market where there's a middleman and you talk to their realtor and see if they want to sell. So like those are the two main broad options, but there's a lot of other subsets in between or strategies in between to find the deal. So if you're attacking off market and you're going direct to seller, what you can do, the cheapest options out there are going to be cold calling and texting. There's a lot of other options out there. There's like bandit signs, TV commercials, mailers, ringless voicemails, or there's a lot of stuff that you can do direct to seller to find deals, but those are, all are like starting to become a lot more expensive compared to like say texting and cold calling if you're going direct to seller. Now, other ways that you can find deals on market is it's really reaching out to all the listing agents. So all the homes that are listed on market on the MLS. So these are the homes that you see on Zillow, Redfin, stuff like that. They're all for sale and they all, all have their asking prices. Essentially, you're just going to be going to them and offering really low. And You'll have to learn the calculations. Um, I have made previous videos on that. I'm not going to go over that in today's video. But you have to figure out where you want to offer so it makes sense that you get it low enough so another investor will still be willing to purchase. Because this strategy of wholesaling, it doesn't work if you buy or lock up these properties at the high price point. So let's say a home's value is worth $300,000 and you get the contract to So you make an offer at $300,000, you're like not really going to make money. You're not going to make money wholesaling real estate because no one's going to want to buy it at retail unless you somehow market it better than the realtor and can find an end buyer that's willing to pay a higher price than what it's actually worth. What we're doing is if a house is worth $300,000, I might try to lock it up at like $150,000 and then sell it for 180 because I know a flipper will still pay 180 or so. And this is just like rough numbers top of my head. Uh, but that's kind of how it works in general. So first step to wholesaling real estate is just find the motivated seller. And you actually have to find a lot of them because not every seller or motivated seller will sell immediately. Sometimes it takes time and it takes a lot of follow-up and nurturing to get them to be ready to sell. And they have to start to trust you. Second step, is once you have a motivated seller, you just make an offer. And it's more complicated than that, I promise you. It's not just, hey, talk to the seller, let me throw out a number. Like, you don't just do that. A lot of the new people do that. But really, the people that we serve as wholesalers, they're typically in some type of distress. They're like almost always in some type of distress. Like, that's the only reason why they'd be willing to part with their property at a discounted price. Because if someone's perfectly fine, perfectly content no need for money. Like They don't need to sell it at discounted price. They can probably just go to a realtor and list it. And yeah, it might take a little bit longer, but they can list it, get top dollar. The people that we serve as wholesalers or as real estate investors, they need to sell fast for some reason. And it's your job to find out why. It's to dig into the pain and understand why do they want to sell and why are they willing to sell to an investor like me? Um, I typically don't approach as like why would you sell to a wholesaler like me, but I'd even ask that question straight up to a homeowner like why would you consider selling to an investor like me, something like that. So the job before you actually make your offer is to dig into the pain of the homeowner and just understand and just be a human. Understand why they want to sell. You want to understand the condition of the house, and you want want to understand the timeline of when they want to get their house sold. And those are the big, important things before you dig into the price. So try to get all that information first, make your offer. Like that's that's all it really is. Once you make an offer and once you get one accepted, and keep in mind, it's not going to be just one offer you make before you get a deal, unless you're paying too much. So if you get the deal on your first offer, just understand you're probably paying too much and you really well, I encourage you to actually look at my previous videos on how to analyze deals, how to crunch the numbers, where I go in depth on like the Excel spreadsheets, how to calculate stuff. like do that because that's the important thing. that's how you do not lose money. I don't want you to lose money. So let's say you do this and you make a hundred offers because and keep in mind, 100 offers doesn't mean you contact hundred people. You probably have contacted thousands by then. You do a hundred offers. And maybe one finally accepts once the person accepts. So let's say keep let's keep that example of houses worth $300,000. I offered 150 and they accepted. I'm like, cool. So I sent the offer. um, They signed the contract. I signed the contract. Now I have a contract saying I'm going to buy this house for $150,000. I don't have the $150,000. Well, like that's that's the kind of mindset that you're probably going to be in. It's like I don't have the $150,000. What do I do? In that case, you just go to your other investor friends and say, hey, who wants to buy this? And before you do that, you're actually bringing it to escrow first. Escrow is essentially a middleman. And your state might have an escrow company or a title company, or it might have an attorney. And let me explain by that. They're just middlemen for your transaction. So let me like go back to the basics of like what escrow is. If escrow didn't exist and it was just between me the buyer and the homeowner and I offered 150 thousand dollars to the homeowner and he's like yeah I'll do it I'll sell it to you the question then becomes who gives first does he give the house to me first do I give him the 150 grand first like how do I how does this work escrow is there or an attorney is there depending on your state to manage that discrepancy to say okay like I'll, let me hold on to this money let me hold on to the house deed and all this stuff and then once I have both, Let's exchange and they'll make the exchange in exchange for a fee to them. Like that's what they do. So you'd find a title company and the best way you can find a title company is really to network with the other investors or wholesalers in your local area and just ask them, hey, what's the best one for me? Like which ones do you like the most? And if you're wholesaling, specifically for wholesaling. So ask them, hey, which ones do you like for wholesaling? Because some title companies are more favorable to assignment fees and wholesaling some are not. Some have a lot more restrictions. So it helps for sure to ask the other local investors in your area on that. You bring it to the title company or to an attorney and you just send them the contract. So send them the contract via email. You can call them if you'd like and they'll handle the rest. They'll start the escrow process or like that transaction process of this home. Now, once it's an escrow, that's when you bring it to all your investor friends and you can meet these people from in-person meetups, Facebook groups, and like, that's probably the easiest way. Your social media, friends, family, whatever it is, anyone who you think would buy real estate. And that's why networking is so important. It's because you come across these people like the buyers that can actually buy your deal. So let's say, let's go back to the scenario, house worth 300000 I got it locked up for 150000 It's in escrow now. I brought it to a title company. Now I'm going to all my investor friends, and let's say I had a buyer's list or a list of investors that I knew, and this is something that you have to start compiling as an investor list or a buyer list, and you just send it to them. You can either email each of them, text each of them, call each of them. Calling is great at the beginning because you just build the relationships, and I recommend that at the beginning. Call all your buyers and just say, hey, here's the deal I have. Are you interested? And someone's bound to buy it if you get it at a deep enough discount. So, you know, at that discount, it's pretty good, you know, 50% of the initial value. So let's say 150000 and let's say your asking price is 180000 for the end buyer. That means your assignment fee would be $30,000. Not bad at all, especially considering that a lot of times these wholesale deals can close in 30 days or less, usually sooner depending on how fast you can find your buyer. So, like, that's the process. Once you have your end buyer, here's how they take over the initial contract. So, you have your purchase agreement, the one contract. Once you find someone to agree and say, yeah, I'll buy this for 180 you know, $30,000 more than you locked it up for, here's what happens. You have to have a separate contract, it's called an assignment contract. And it essentially, once you and the end buyer sign the assignment contract, they are able to take over the initial contract, the initial purchase agreement. And that's how it works. So they take over it. And now they are now obligated to buy the house. And in the contract, the assignment contract, it'll outline, here's my assignment fee, because I locked it up at this amount, you're you're buying at this amount, The assignment fee to me is going to be paid out at the end, which is this amount. And the seller, they will still get what was initially promised to them, which was the $150,000 that you promised them. So that's how it works in a nutshell. I hope I didn't go too quickly. I hope I didn't speed through it. But I tried to explain that the best I could in the simplest way that I possibly could. So that is wholesaling real estate in a nutshell. If you enjoyed this episode, connect with me on social media and check out the different ways I can help you grow your business in the show notes. Peace.